Every day at America's Card Room, players just like you are scoring big in record time with Jackpot Poker. Jackpot Poker is a super fast three-player online poker set and go. You pick the buy-in, and after all three players are seated, we randomly pick the jackpot. Yep, just three players. No more, no less. And for most jackpot poker tournaments, it's winner take all. Imagine turning a $40 buy-in into the ultimate $100,000 game of poker. Anything could happen with jackpot poker. Play it now at America's Card Room. Okay, welcome to Ask Alex, episode 70 on the OneOuter.com podcast, sponsored by AmericasCardRoom.com. If you want 27% rate back throughout Christmas and the rest of the year, then simply sign up for your account using any one of the adverts or banners at the oneouter.com website. That's all you need to do. Follow us on Twitter at oneouter.com and join the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash oneouter. This episode and all other previous episodes are on oneouter.com website and via iTunes for free. If you want to send questions in for the show for Alex next time, then email questions at oneouter.com or tweet them, or Facebook them to me. Alex, uh, I hear you're richer this week. Uh, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing a lot better than my uh, expectation would, it, <laughs> would, would, would tell me where I'm at. Yeah. I told you to drop it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. It is, it, it, I, I saw the British office, like the, the office, and then... That's yeah. it. That's exactly how you sounded right now. They're like, yeah, I told, I told you to drop it. Yeah, I told you to drop it. I think we, I think we said drop it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was pretty yeah. fun. The British, off, the British office is good. You need to watch Alan Partridge as well. Oh, yeah, uh, he's good. He's... Yeah, I don't know if a lot of it would transfer, but uh, there's a lot of, like, pretty niche UK-like jokes and stuff, but... I think you would. You're you're an intelligent guy with a similar I, sense of humor. I, I think you would it, manage it. I can't like I watch like the British Battle Rap League, and then sometimes they'll drop something about like local politics or like the the, uh, the local football team, and I'll just be like sitting there staring like what, <laughs> like yeah. you know. But it, it's it's crazy how like Americans don't know anything about what's going on in the United Kingdom, but, like, the people of the United Kingdom know everything about the United States, like, everything. Yeah. You you guys know the, our, like, historical dates better than we do. Like, it's like, yeah, well, you know, back in 1783, when you ratified this treaty, I'm like, how do you know that? I don't even remember that. Like, but, yeah. <laughs> well, we, we know what Donald Trump's been saying the last Oh, dear so God, well. we should talk <laughs> about that. Oh, my God, we probably... <laughs> Let's talk about the good stuff first. Yeah, uh, let's do that. Yeah, you won a tournament again. Yeah, I won it. I won a tournament. It's becoming a habit. It's becoming a habit. Yeah, it's been a good month, or certainly the end of November and the end of the year has been good for you. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. I uh, I, I ran, uh, I, I ran exceptionally well, so that was you know that always helps. But yeah, I took down the seventy-five thousand uh, euro guaranteed. Uh, tournament on iPoker, so it was, it was good for about fifteen thousand dollars, and that was a it was a two day event. I didn't know that, so I like I made day two, and I was like, I think I've made day two of that before and complained about it, but I was like, I, I for some reason I thought they got rid of that or whatever, but yeah, I ended up winning it this time. I think I'm retiring from the event. It's just too many hours. It's like. 20 hours but it, thank god you know i won so you know it was certainly worth the time in that case but i can't imagine playing that tournament for two days and finishing well actually i can because i did it but uh, <laughs> like yeah finishing like 14th is not exactly it's like oh cool like i just got 200 dollars. like that's <laughs> you know I, if we we if we figure out how many hours this took, that was probably like ten dollars an hour. But yeah, 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 it was a. So how? So there's turkey for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, there will be turkey for Christmas. <laughs> you know what really went well was I started like a, I started carrying a notebook around with me everywhere, and whenever there was like something, like funny going on or some some. Uh, it, I, I came up with some idea that I felt was like worthy of discussion. I just wrote it down. So. That was my first Twitch stream where I was just like, I was just reading out of that notebook. I was essentially, okay, like, you know, and it was just really just prompts like, and okay, now let's talk about this topic. And it was much easier to Twitch stream like that 
than it was, you know, you're just kind of sitting there like trying to come up with uh, topics and, you know, people, uh, you're not going to get the best of prompts when you look in the Twitch chat, that's for sure. So it was, yeah, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, one of my friends, he's a battle rapper, he was like, man, you just... What was it? He <laughs> was like, you just yelling, you just talking about a bunch of random BS and taking everybody's chips. Like, this is amazing. Like, I was like, all right, cool, man. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, it was fun. We were talking about like battle rap and politics and movies and, you know, all this stuff I'd rather talk about instead of poker. Like, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. But yeah. like, no, I mean, I like talking about poker, but it's kind of like the the way I think about it is like, if if my neighbor is a mechanic, and, like, I want him to teach me about cars. I'm not going to show up and be like, hey, man, why don't you for four hours, like, come by my, you know, 76 Chevy and t- show me how to soup it up, you know what I mean? And that, But if, like, you know, we're cracking a few beers and, like, watching the football game and then I'm like, hey, man, like, at halftime, I don't know why it's making this noise. Could you take a look at it? He's much more likely to give me advice, you know what I mean? Like, and then I, I think with, like, poker, it's like you can't expect – I'm realizing a lot of these Twitch streamers, like, they're just expected to talk about poker the whole time. And, like, let's, you know, if they just want, like, poker action and poker content, they can get much higher production values from ESPN. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then uh, it, it was, uh, it, it, it was I, I think what people on Twitch are looking for is more to get to know you as a person and learn about poker, which is, by the way, speaking of ESPN, I, uh, at the beginning of the day when I'm doing my Twitch streams, I don't, uh, I, I just, I just play like hip hop albums and podcasts, right? So I decided I need to get more podcasts than the Adam Carolla Networks podcast because they're the only people who gave me their permission so far. So I got, I went ahead and I wrote like everybody I could, right? And then it was really funny. I like, I, every podcast you could think of, I wrote the first five that wrote back were like self-help podcasts. And they were like, yes, you can play it. And I would be happy to give you a consultation like, you know, for this. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, okay, wait, which one was this? Because some of these were just recommendations, right? Like I haven't, I haven't listened to them, but you know, they were cool. ESPN's letter to me was like, we absolutely do not give you permission to play anything this year, next year, or ever. It cannot be replayed in any format ever, anywhere, in by any circumstance. It was like, I, I should get the letter. It was really humorous. But I was like, all right, cool. You know, no football highlights for anyone. It was like, I can't imagine this would be bad for them, too. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm going to strip the audio. All it's going to... It's just going to be like at being at someone's house, like listening to something they're playing. But all right, cool, you know, whatever. So yeah. The th- the thing is, you think like any exposure would be would be good. Yeah, exactly. Well, one one guy made a point to me. He was like, it doesn't really matter if you play the if you if you play the advertisements we have because we can't include that in the numbers because like there's no real way for us to track that. And I was like, oh, that's a good yeah. point. But he was like, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to stop you from playing it but yeah like all the really weird podcasts wrote <laughs> wrote me back and then you know the people i'd really like to play like like mark Marin, like they i haven't they haven't gotten back to me adam carolla's people by the way got back to me within like six hours like uh-huh. those guys are on their game and they were like oh yeah totally you know thank you for re- reaching out like i was like oh this is why you guys are number one i <laughs> i clearly yeah. see this now but yeah what what else were we talking about i feel like i was missing something but yeah uh, uh you look box in a tournament uh, and then podcast that was it <laughs> uh donald trump oh man oh donald trump yeah yeah donald trump, donald trump. man what is, what is, what is with that dude like i mean legitimate you know i i said like i was what you know i saw what you said like you know like a blanket ban on like all muslims enter in the u.s that was like what he said and yeah. you know what I don't get is, like, obviously that's, like, a, a stupid comment to make, and it's just not helpful, and he's he's put himself up to get, like, shot down. Right. Of course. But what I don't get is, like, the, the, the level of outcry is, like, the Scottish National Party, like, stripped him of his... He was some, like, global Scot something for, like, a business. <laughs> you know, since 2006, he's been a global Scot ambassador for Scottish business and stuff like that. 
So he's been stripped of that. Lots of Scottish universities have stripped him of his honorary degree. And I imagine, like, other countries and things, you know, like, are doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, like I said to my girl, I always play devil's advocate. And I don't know if that's constructive, but I always do it. Yeah. And I do it with my girlfriend a lot. And sometimes we get into, like, heated debates or fights, you know, whatever. <laughs> And she says I turn into, like, a lawyer and just, like, you know, <laughs> but I do, I can't help it. I, I just, it's the way I've always, it's the way I think, think you know, yeah. I always go, well, what if this and that, just so I see it, even if I don't agree with it, I'll fight something to the death, you know, yeah, just, right, just, to prove just for it. Yeah, it, it has so I said, to him, like, I said, why the sudden outcry all of a sudden, like, six months ago, he said, let's build a wall around America for Mexicans and keep Mexicans out and... Mexicans right. are bringing disease and stuff in. Right, and right. He was saying he was saying inflammatory stuff. Or he, yeah, yeah. That's a really good point. Stuff all the time. That's the guy. And I just think there's this big, like, thing. I like. Obviously, it's a really delicate subject because not that I know any Mexican suicide bombers, you know, or <laughs> or Mexican uh, Mexican jihadists or whatever. But right. the th- the thing is, is like there's this, and it's understandable. But there's this. Fear almost, I try to find the right words, there, there's a fear, understandably, because the state of the world just now, uh, between, you know, extremists of any nature or whatever, and especially, uh, you know, Islamic extremists, uh, extremists, but the whole thing is like, there's this, as soon as it's like Muslim, something said against Muslim, like it's, oh, what, right, you cannot this and that. And I just think that adds flames to fire of, like, you know, yeah, it was inflammatory, what he said and stuff, but it also was for Mexicans as well, and I don't get the the varying levels of outcry. Yeah, that's okay. That's why I don't understand, and, like, you know, it's like this chip on the shoulder of of people, and it's not even, I've not heard one Muslim on the TV say anything. It's right. all white people and um, yeah, well, it, the left that are coming out like, oh, this and that, and say like, well, who's fighting the Mexicans, Connor? You know, right, like, exactly. I agree. What you said, what you said to say that the United States of America should ban every Muslim coming in until we find out what's going on is just like that's just crazy. It's, it's never going to happen. Un- Blatantly, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's just it's insane. But also to say, let's build a physical wall around America keep the Mexicans out there, bringing lots of diseases in. Yeah, yeah, we're the getting, rapists and they Yeah, I think yeah. he said, we're getting sent, Mexico's sending us all the bad Mexico, like, deliberately and everybody. Like, that is just as inflammatory. Yeah, you, know? you would think, you would think. All right, yeah, all right, Muslim uh, Mexicans aren't, you know, uh, started some sort of, you know, like, ISIS-type movement. Right. Like, yeah, I know. But obviously the cartels <laughs> and stuff are responsible for a lot of violence and things, but... Yeah. I just, I just don't get this, like, different, like, response. Like, now he said it about this, oh, let's take away his honorary degrees and stuff. And it, it, it's more, I, I think what needs to be examined is, like, he, he said that, an idiotic thing. People say idiotic things all the time. Right. And like I've always said, you should be allowed to say what you want. Well, and it's, all, it's also, like, why do you care so much? Like, I yeah, mean, this is and, just and some and idiot. The world like, now, the world now is, like, going, yeah, that's an idiotic thing to say. And we're having, yeah. and the, that's what should happen. He should be shot down, which is what is happening. Yeah. I don't. I don't get the reason though to now, all of a sudden, let's strip him of his honorary degrees and crap like that, like symbolic right. reactionist crap. Right. That if you were going to react like that, then why not when he said the first inflammatry thing? Why is right, this right, the right. that like broke the camel's back? That that's my. Well, well and they, it, it's one of those things like. Uh, Everybody in America really wants to get rid of mascots that depict Native Americans. By the way, my family is heavily – I don't look it. I mean, you can tell by my eye shape a bit. But, like, like my my family is, like, uh, has a lot of Alaskan Native in them. And, like, they they go – you know, my cousins go to – uh, you know, they go to the Native Center and they go they go to the school on Native uh, Native American scholarships and stuff like that. And you know, like I know a lot of them Native Americans, and they don't really care about like you know like the Washington Redskins, like th- th- their name, right? Like I mean, obviously some of them find it offensive, but I've re- seen a lot of I've seen a lot of po- uh, polls where like they just don't really care. It's like. Well, it's like, yeah, okay, it's kind of weird, but, like, we, you know, I mean, like, we don't find it that bad, you know what I mean? And there's, 
I remember there was like in a native community, uh, like they call they call their movie theater the Redskin Movie Theater. Like that's what they called it themselves. You know, yeah. like to some of them it's a badge of pride, right? But like you know, Obama while like the world was burning down was like, we need to talk about the Washington Redskins game. And it really occurred to me, like, this is like a symbolic sacrifice. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it's like, it, it is like, you know, when you put like, uh, you know, when you're like, when, when you like burn the proverbial lamb, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't think this is doing anything for Native Americans. Like, I, I don't think changing the name or like getting rid of like a Native mascot is going to really do anything for Native Americans, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I have a lot of a Native American family, you know what they need help with is alcoholism. Uh, there's Alcoholics Anonymous on every corner in the native cities in Alaska where I'm from, you know, nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to talk about, you know, like stuff that would, like, you know, if I, if I bring up, like, I have friends that are Native and they want to, oh, we got to change the Washington Redskins name. I'm like, you want to do something for your community, tell everyone to stop drinking. We don't have a tolerance for it. You know what I mean? Like, that, that would be, you know, like, I don't care what you do on the week. You know, if you want to smoke kush on the weekends, whatever. You know, it seems like you guys have a tolerance for that. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm a very small percentage Native, and I still have, like, the allergy to alcohol, and I get really sick and really a horrible person when I drink, right? And then, like, nobody wants to talk about when somebody really has the allergy, how they are. But, like, they want to talk about, like, uh, we got to get rid of this one Native mascot in, like, New Hampshire, right? Like, at this school of 2,000 kids. Like, it's just a symbolic gesture that means nothing. And the thing I was like, when I heard the Donald Trump thing – my my first first of all I I was like there's no chance he wins the Republican nomination now there's this I I know Americans there's a large swath of Americans that are very stupid but like there's not that many and I I but my second thing was just like oh dear God here come the platitudes here come like I would love to be one of these people that get paid to do nothing you know what I mean like I, I this is something I've heard this was something I heard Adam Carolla talk about it was like. These people get paid to say absolutely nothing. If you pay attention, they really don't. It's like, I feel that no Muslim should be rejected from entering the country. No good Muslim who studied, who is a good person, who is like, yes, we get it. My God. Like, yeah, it's all like white people who want to like stand up and feel good about themselves. But, yeah, it's like they jump from cause to cause. I, I yeah. just don't get this. And I we spoke about it before. It's just almost there's this group in society just now that of people, and it's all different ages. And like, so anyone with a fucking Twitter account or a Facebook, it's this searching for the next thing to be offended by. You know? Right, right. And, then, and I, then, I just and don't get themselves. it. I can't get my mind around it. And then to show themselves to be the most sensitive uh, yeah, about yeah. about this kind of stuff. Well, like. I don't know. It, it's really weird because like, like growing up, I always had a lot of friends that weren't white. And then like, I would see white people try to get in with those groups going, it is horrible what the Europeans did and stuff like that. And like, they just never really could get in that group. And then I would say what they thought were inflammatory statements with them. And like, I, I would make fun of my friend's ethnicity because you know, that's what guys do. They make fun of each other. You know, if you're fat, we make fun of you being fat. If you're rich, we make fun of you being rich. If, you know, it's – and, of course, there was tons of white jokes. You know what I mean? We smell like mac and cheese and crap like that. You know, and it was like it, – it's not like it meant anything. You know what I mean? And then, you know, I told my friends one day, it's like you can't, like, talk to other people like they're special needs children. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can't just put kid gloves on all the time. You know what I mean? Nobody's ever going to say, like, authentically, like, the left is more terrified of Muslims than the right is. Like, they're way more terrified. They, you know, the right will go like, hey, you know, I believe in women's rights and what they're doing in Saudi Arabia, stoning a woman to death for adultery is wrong. You will not hear that from the left. The, all the pe very funny, these people with these coexist bumper stickers always going on about the equality of man never seem to have much to say about the parts of the world where they're chopping your hands off for suspected larceny. You know what I mean? There's never an outcry for them. There's nothing about, you know, when they, uh, 
you don't hear the you don't hear the left crying out when they're throwing uh, homosexuals off of buildings to like plop on their head and die. You know what I mean? And if they don't snap their neck cleanly, they just let them ride there for two hours. As an example, you don't hear them talking about that. So I would say that the left is far more terrified and probably has a much more deep seated thought. You know, a, a much more deep seated thought process towards Muslims and the right. And, and this is just following their narratives. The left is like, you can never kick a man when he's down. And look, the Middle East isn't doing so hot right now. So it's like, don't kick a man when he's down. And the right has their stupid agendas too, which is like, you can never go after the top dog. You know what I mean? Even if it's a corporation that hasn't paid taxes in six years and pollutes the water and takes advantage of all of its employees, you can't go after them. They're creating jobs, you know? And uh, yeah, I just... When I heard Donald Trump said this, I was just so like, God, I do not want to hear these people like, I stand with Muslims. It's like, yeah, of course you do. You're not like, what, what year is this? You know what I mean? Yes, we have this dolt. Like in America, there are lots of uh, just idiots. You know what I mean? But like, does anybody take this guy seriously? Nobody takes this guy seriously. And there's... You know, the chance, there's a reason America's card room, I think, I think it was them, their odds are him becoming the president are like nine to one. That's pretty far for when a guy's like, a, for a major sports book to put it as, uh, by the way, I'm not sure if I got those odds from them, so don't quote me on that, right? But I, but like, you know, the, when the guy's like the Republican front runner and he's nine to one, there's, there's a pretty good, and those are made by the best like line adjusters in the world. There's a reason for that. It's it's like it's very seldom this guy gets elected. You know what I mean? And I I can't believe like there isn't more of an outcry for the nutcases on the left. Like while Paris was still burning, Bernie Sanders went up there and said, "You know why this happened? It was climate change." And no, you know everybody just claps like, "Oh, oh my God." He's so brave. Oh, my God. He's so brave. And it's like the people who constantly go like old crony white men are ruining this country. It's like, oh, here's the 80-year-old white guy who's telling me he's going to give me, uh, you know, oh, and we need to give everybody free college education. It's like, well, there's no such thing as free college education. So the taxpayer has to pay for it. So myself, who never went to college because I had no need of it, and because I decided to enter the workforce, I will now be paying for the people that are going into, uh, going into college for, quote, free. And uh, we need to be more like Denmark. Yes, Denmark, which taxes the normal individual 60%, 70%, and Coca-Cola pays nothing in taxes. Like, this sounds like a wonderful country to imitate. But, you know, in their leftist universities, it's oh, Scandinavia is better than this. And if you live there for two years, your penis grows longer. And then you look like a more beautiful person. And everything is perfect. In Scan- I, ca- I cannot tell you how much crap I've heard about Scandinavia being like this perfect world. And it's like I, I've, I've been there. I've been there for months of my life. Like it's just a normal country. It's, it's fine. The people are fine. The people are really educated. Uh, you know what I mean? That doesn't mean like that doesn't mean there's not their own problems. You know what I mean? And there, there, there was like <laughs> uh, when when I was in Denmark, I I I've heard the N word. You know, they always go on about how racist Americans are. I've heard the N word with a black person said in anger. I think once or twice in my life in the United States, right? And uh, I I know many people that have never heard it. And it was like in Denmark, I heard it like 20 times in two weeks, you know what I mean? Just like on the streets, like going out somewhere. And I was like, okay, you know, this is a bit different, you know what I mean? And then I have to come home and listen to Bernie Sanders, like, we need to become like this utopia of 5 million people. I think it's really doable with 400 million people. And no one ever goes like, is this guy nuts? Like, is this, and this guy's saying global warming is what caused terrorism, you know what I mean? Like, it, you know, the first thing they want to talk about, you know, there's hundreds of bodies piling up. The first thing they want to talk about, oh, God, I'm so worried my climate summit's not going to go off. Yeah, and it's like, okay. And I'm just, yeah. Yeah, what, what I don't get is, like, how people, I think it's, like, you touched on it, like, in the UK, we all know what's happening in America, except I just think social media and technology is the thing nobody's really touched on. It's, this has caused a huge information overload for people. Right, and they're not caused, 
it's cause to cause, like week after week. Like I, I, I tweeted yesterday, like something. I just thought of it. Like, whatever happened to ALS? Like the ice bucket challenge crap. Oh you know? yeah. Like that was like every celebrity was coming out ALS. What do they not care anymore? What? Why are they not mentioning it this week on their Twitter or Instagram? Yeah, yeah, not popular. What? Why? Why? Because it's not popular. Because it's not like the thing. You know, it's like. Everyone was doing it. Now ALS like is a, a disease and a, and a cause and a charity that like needs work. But now it's just the same as fucking planking. You know, it's like... <laughs> that's why I basically said. It's just like a memory of the internet, of the shit and drivel on the internet. And it's just... I just don't understand like how people don't... I think the key is to just focus... It sounds selfish, but in actual fact, it goes back to like, how do you change the world? Like, you know, you change yourself. Like... like like Michael Jackson said, yeah. start with the start with the man in the mirror sort of thing. And like, I can't remember if it was Gandhi or Mother Teresa, one of these people. There's like, if you help someone that you come across that day, then you sort of make the world a bit. You know, just focus on your own lives and like the amount of people I see. And to be fair, we've just spent like twenty minutes ranting about you know stuff and that's it. And the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Right, it doesn't right. even matter to our lives, like our individual life. Right. The whole thing about it's just politics. The whole thing about it is that there's these like puppet masters that you never actually see, you yeah, know. Yeah. And that's not that's not me being like an Alex Jones conspiracy theorist or David Icke, oh, no, you know, that guy's like al- alien yeah. people <laughs> or anything like that. What I'm saying is there is people that like in Congress and things that you don't see and don't know that aren't on the news and don't get interviewed that are really pulling the strings, you yeah, know. Yeah. And it's like. I think people need to just focus on their own lives and improve their own lives and improve themselves as people um, and the world, you know, for like for a cliche, the world would be a better place, you know, of that. Right, right. Rather than this, like, I'm in a shit job, I'm bored, I'm going on Facebook. Oh, did you see what fucking this person yeah, said? This person ah, let's do it. Let's do it. Share this picture and get him uh-huh. out of office. That's not going to fucking get him out of office, you know. Yeah, yeah. Share a picture. It's just like, I just think there's this um, information overload with people, and like Paris, never forget, everybody's forgot <laughs> now. Like, everybody's moved on. Yeah, they moved on pretty stopped. quick. Yeah, like, it was only like three weeks ago or something, or four oh, weeks sure. ago. And like, there's nothing, no select, like, oh, like, je suis Paris, all the celebrities sharing this Eiffel Tower and, like, a fucking arty drawing yeah, or that. That'll do a lot. That does nothing that'll for do the it. dead do a lot. or the families, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what is that? You know, uh, some fucking Z-lister or American Idol or whatever, like, je suis Paris, like, well, no, why are you not saying it today? Are you fucking over it? Like, that's, <laughs> oh, that was quick, you know, like, yeah, time's a great dealer. Like two fucking minutes, if I, you know. If I, if I could wrap this up with just a couple thoughts, if you don't, it, did, did I cut you off, yeah. my man? No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't care. Anymore. Well, it's like yeah. the thing that wor- <laughs> the thing that worries me. Well, I mean, there's a couple thoughts. Like for, first of, well, oh, man, God, like there's so. This is what I spend a lot of my time thinking about. The thing that's interesting to me is like a few, you know, like when I remember when the internet first came out. Like the first, like you know, I was very much raised by the internet. Like, and I, you know, I remember like you could go into discussion groups and it was all pretty buddy, buddy, you know what I mean? Even though it was like sometimes like thousands of people, because I think people took like their manners from the world to like the internet, assuming you can't call somebody a racial slur just because you're mad that they don't like Xbox and you like PlayStation two or whatever it is. Right. And then, uh, and then eventually I started seeing like the trolls come out and it get just worse and worse and worse as people realize, you know, anonymous on the internet, they could really say anything. And then what's really alarmed me the last few years is like, and also on reality TV, like reality TV, it's like, Hey man, it's not, you know, fiction is friction. Like nobody's going to be into this if you guys aren't fighting about something. And it's like, it drives me nuts in the States because nobody works on themselves and, like, everybody just kind of treats themselves like crap and treats other people like crap, and they're just arguing. Like, I can't tell you how many times I just see people, like, arguing, like, ready to get into a fight in the States when I'm there, right? Like, just about the stupidest crap you could imagine. And it's like, it, and, you know, they always make jokes, like, Costa Ricans, like, super passionate people. Like, I, you know, like, I, 
I've seen like a couple couples fighting here, but that's about it. You know what I mean? And I'm sure behind closed doors, people have their problems. You know what I mean? But it's not like it's not like an everyday, all day thing. You know what I mean? Just constantly going like I I, I like hear like a kid's like acting out. And I'm like, hey, settle down, right? In Spanish, and the kid's like, okay, yes, sir, right? And and, and I'm like, yeah, okay, it's fine. Like just relax, right? Like don't don't be you know jump jumping up and down on this bus. You're hitting that uh, poor old lady's toe, right? And then like in the states, like the kid the kid's like ready to shoot me. You know what I mean? Like he's just because that's what he's learned from reality TV and his parents and stuff. And I I just can't believe it. And it's a and then yeah, it, what you were talking about like working on yourself. It's really funny you said that. I just finished a biography of Che Guevara, like what's supposed to be like the best biography of him. This guy was just a horse's ass with people. Like he never – like he, in some ways you can tell why he inspired a lot of respect. He would like – like the Cuban government wanted to give him a car for his services and he said no. Like you know, the normal people don't get a car. I don't get a car. On his weekends, he volunteered. You get the idea if like you, – you get the idea of like – people were as principled as Che Guevara, despite their personal faults, like communism would stand a chance since 99% of people are actually selfish and looking out for themselves. It's never going to work. But uh, anyway, but the thing that was interesting is he's like, he's always talking about, I got to save the people. I got to take care of the children. You know, whose children he never took care of were his own. He never saw his kids and he never saw his wives. He was always cheating on them wherever he went. And uh, he always cared about the young men. He always wanted to take care of the men and the, uh, the campesinos. He wanted to take care of the country people that uh, had followed him and never had anything. Well, he had a bunch of country boys with him uh, at the end, and he just marched them straight to their death because he was depressed. You know what I mean? So it's like, and, uh, you know, it's like you make T-shirts of this guy? You know what I mean? It's like the the person that's so much more noble to me is like a local janitor who has a few kids that are all going to college because the guy busts his ass. You know what I mean? And pulls up, he pulls double duty at a couple, a uh, couple different jobs. You know what I mean? Like that person to me is yeah because if everybody was like that, in principled, you know what I mean? They taught they they teach their kids like right and wrong, when to help somebody, and uh, you know always. Always, you know, think of what, you know, do unto others, what you would have them do unto you. Like if the world was like that, we would we would be doing much better. And then probably naturally people would go, hey, hey Native Americans, are you tired of this redskin thing? Like, uh, yeah, well, you know, do unto others as I do do unto me, you know, and, and then, you know, let's take this down. You know what I mean? But you get a bunch of pissed off, selfish people just only looking out for themselves. That's when you get into these stupid things you know what i mean and like religious idolatry like secular ideology that is just you know puts puts the uh puts like your belief system above all else and all, all this other stuff and it just it gets uh it, it get it gets preposterous to me anyway let's talk about let's let's talk about yeah. slinging chips around for money yeah so let's I'm, talk about assholes and poker yeah. uh, <laughs> there's plenty of them i'm angry um, about me. <laughs> yeah um okay let's get into the questions let's get into the questions um right this one is from let me see i got it i believe sorry I think I yeah um Hi, Alex. What are your thoughts on multi-entry tournaments? And do you think that it is plus EV to play these type of tournaments with maximum available entries or with just one? For example, if you would have choice to play four different tournaments or one with four entries at the same time, which would you pick? Thanks, Gareth. Uh, I'd almost always... Oh, by the way, don't forget, I think there was like a question that we had to get to from last week that we, uh, that we, put, we put off. You were like, oh, oh, no, this is a better one for next week. So just in case you tease that with some guy's name, be sure to ask. Uh, uh, um, the one with, uh, that's right, there is one. And we will do that either on this episode. I think we'll do it on this episode because the next one goes out towards the end of December. I'd say me and Alex are pre-recording these just now. Right, um, right. We'll go out in December. But we will touch on that one. 
We'll do that one next. All there right, all right. Just making sure, just in case yeah. we said, like, Gary, your message is coming, and then, you know, next. <laughs> that's... No, it's, it's, it's coming next. All right, cool. Um, This is actually a pretty short answer, uh, what we're talking about here, but uh, uh, I, I would. What's to say on Donald Trump and what will be nothing <laughs> And nothing to see on for. <laughs> no, because I was thinking, I, I, I was thinking, I should, I, well, I was like, well, after I just got on my soapbox, I better have an excellent answer. And then, like, <laughs> yeah. you, you threw me, uh, I don't know, like, now I'm, like, bunting at the plate, right? Like, anyway, uh, it was, do you even know what I mean when I say bunting? At the I was about to say baseball. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's, I love being an American sports fan. Like, I always try to use, like, football analogies. Like, Ameri- oh, no, like, your form of football. And they're like, yeah, that's not how the game works. I'm like, drats. Like, but... Yeah, I, think, I think the key thing is there, how you say it. Yeah. It's, not, it's not American... You're not an American sports fan. You're an Amer- you're an American sports fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> They're American sports. That's the only place I'm, to sports. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Anyway, uh, but yeah, uh, with the multi-entry tournaments, if I can start from the beginning, uh, I I always love putting in like four entries because if you can combine stacks, that's really incredible. Uh, because it's it's very hard just due to the limited number of hands that you're going to get uh, in order to really build the kind of stack that you could if you had two, three, or four entries going off. So I really like to do that. Uh, one of my biggest scores of all time was in a 100 rebuy multi-entry uh, F-tops. And uh, I can't remember if I combined stacks, but uh, it certainly did help me. And sorry, guys, I'm dealing a bit with my allergies today, so if you hear me like uh struggle for a second or two i apologize but uh yeah if i can start from the beginning i'd like to go with four entries or you know whatever i can i really miss the god there was like a heyday of poker and it's not just because i was making money hand over fist at this time but like the prize field the fields were huge the prize fields were insane and uh the prize pools were insane and then there was like you know, you could multi-entry, like, every tournament. So, like, let's say you wanted to do your session for, like, four hours. You know, you would just, like, do six tables on all of your favorite tournaments, like, load up and play your session. And for me, a lot of the times, I just got the final table, right? And it was a I, – I, I think that it was, like, once in this – yeah, it was, like, twice I won the Big 62. I won the 100R multiple times this month. And then I almost won the 100R F-tops, if not for a one-outer. But, like, yeah, that was just – Back then, that was just hundreds of thousands of dollars, and we were so stupid. We were like, oh, my God, we're going to be millionaires by the end of the year. And then, you know, pre Bahariaria or whatever his name is in New York, just is like, oh, okay, t- time to shut down Full Tilt. Like, and then Full Tilt goes, oh, no, we spent all of our money on the UFC ads. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's all over now. And then, uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, I, I usually go – now, if it's a single, like – you can only play, like, one tournament. I think it's a good idea if, like, you bust. Like, my personal rule is I still need about 30, 25 big blinds, unless there's, like, a huge overlay in the tournament, which happens pretty often on America's Card Room. Then I'll, like, I'll enter even if I just have, like, 20x. But, like, yeah, I'll, uh, uh, if it's just, like, single uh, tournament and you can re-enter, I wouldn't gamble up there like it's a rebuy because... You have to keep increasing the uh, the size. So, like, let's say you open the, you play the 215 America's Card Room tournament, and like, uh, you know, first place is like twenty thousand dollars. That's really good for a 215. However, let's say you rebuy four times because you're trying to get a stack. Now, first place twenty thousand dollars with an eight hundred dollar buy-in. That's not eight hundred sixty dollar buy-in. That's not really that much. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. You, I think you should just play your normal game, and uh, if you know something horrific happens, that's why the re- rebuy is there. You can just go right back in. That's something I like the most about America's Card Room is it gives you a rebuy as long as you want, and it's a, you know, so it, 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 uh, Poker Stars looked into that, and I heard they developed the software. I, this is, by the way, just what I heard. I have no idea, but I heard they didn't want to do it because they just saw on full tilt like that was giving too much. Uh, that was quite an arsenal for, like, the experienced good player, right? 
And then America's card room, it just wants to set up a fair game. You know what I mean? It's like, well, if the good players take advantage of this, this is fine. But we also bring a lot of people in for just because of the sports book and stuff. And they just want to fire buy-ins. In, and that helps everybody, even if you buy in once or you buy in five times. You know what I mean? And then so the, you just get these huge, juicy prize pools on like a Thursday on America's card room. And I just love it, man. And then, you know, first place is like 25%. And stuff like that. And then, uh, it, you know, so I really, uh, I don't know. I really dig it. I love re-entry tournaments, man. That's one of my, that's one of my, <laughs> that's one of my favorite things. I'm liking playing poker a lot lately. I think I said that last, last time, but like, I, I realize most of my life is not playing poker now. And that kind of sucks. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. and then, you know, playing poker with a football game on and like the radio on is like heaven to me you know what i mean and then are like just twitch streaming and talking about stuff that's actually relevant to me it's like heaven and then it's like no the football season is ending and then you know that was so depressing it killed hunter s thompson and then it was uh did you ever hear that what he called his suicide note no he kind of, uh, have you ever read anything by hunter s thompson no, I've I've seen I've seen Fia and Logan in Las Vegas. Yeah, you know he's uh yeah. he well he was a sports reporter before, but yeah, when he killed himself, he wrote a suicide note called "Football Season Is Over," and it was football season was over, and like yeah, it's just it's so depressing when it's ending. But like yeah, it was. By the way, you want to know why I really don't like Donald Trump? There was something called the U.S. Football League. And it was going to be during spring and summer they were going to have another football league in the United States. And it was really sick the first couple of years it, had, it was in. And Mark Cuban got behind it, right? Like Mark Cuban put a ton of money into it. Then Donald Trump bought his own team. About six months later, the whole place is gone. And it was like he just took on everybody. He was like he wanted to fight with the NFL about everything. And it was like, you know, everybody else before that was like, let's work with the NFL. We could have like interleague games, you know? And like, yeah, anyway, but yeah, uh, yeah, man, multi-entry tournaments. Cool. Let's hear the next question. Would you, just a quick one on that. Would you yeah, say sure. for someone, for someone starting out and maybe like building their bankroll, they'd probably be better playing four different tournaments. So yeah, uh, that's interesting. Well, no, I mean, like, if the buy-in is, like, perfect for your bankroll, um, I, I, I would think, like, it would be better to play, like, four uh, of those as opposed to, like, four irregular, uh, if four, like, you know, like, oh, this isn't quite what the buy-in I wanted. Like, if it's the site you're comfortable on, the buy-in you're comfortable with, and first place is paying, like, 25%, it's a good tournament structure, I would just bang on that as much as you could, you know what I mean? That's... Like, I hardly play on Poker Stars anymore just because they so seldom offer, offer that, you know what I mean? And I'll, yeah, I mean, that's still my buy-in strategy is just to bang on the tournaments that are really good. And then, uh, no, I, th I think, but yeah, it's like uh, all things being equal, I think it's better to diversify. Well, actually, no, I don't, I don't know because you're going to learn one player base way faster if you just play four tournaments versus them, whereas if you have one on 888, one on Titan, uh, one on America's Card Room, you know, it, it's, uh, by the way, Titan is, Titan hasn't uh, sent my money to my Skrill uh, for the <laughs> for the win. They were like, we need you to verify your account. I'm like, really? For the third time? Like, did you, did you think someone stole it? Like, you know, <laughs> like, what, like, is, was I not Twitch streaming for eight hours? Like, I, 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 why do I have to verify my account again? But, yeah, uh, America's card room cash outs 45 minutes a lot of the time. And it, at most, like, 48 hours for, like, the more extreme methods. But, yeah, uh, no, I mean, I, I, I think it's better to, like, get to know one player base pretty well before you go on to another player base. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think, I think I'd... I think I'd rather have the guy just like multi-entry on like a really good term. But there's not that many multi-entries anymore. There's the one I won yesterday was a multi-entry. Uh, the one I won on Monday, excuse me. But uh, that was a multi-entry. And I, I can't really think of any, you know, the, the other ones like, I can't really think of many others that just have like four buy-ins. It's a crazy thing to me. Like PokerStars bought full tilt and that software was just all already developed. And they're like, we're not using this. It was just like, nope, 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 bad, bad for us, so bad for you guys. And it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. 
But man, I miss the old full tilt, man. They can <laughs> I miss it, man. I mean, America's card room's trying to do it. Like full tilt was always just like biggest games, big you know, who's got the big cojones, let's go. Like let's fire it in, man. It was like real gambling for real men and like I don't know. Poker Stars always felt like it was like spoon feeding you. Like here's your rake back, here's your two hundred and thirty second finish, and then if you get first, we're not gonna pay you much more. And like full tilt, it was just like you know, first place is a million dollars. Good luck, you know. And it's like you know, you can buy in as much as you want. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, but like good luck to you, you know. And I I miss that, man. I miss that. What's this next question we've been hearing? Just, just a side note, that question wasn't from Gareth, it was from Riyadh, a guy that emailed in last week as well. Oh, cool. So, uh, yeah, Gareth, it's the way I've got it written down on this uh, notepad document. Gareth is a, a future question. So, all right. Uh, all right, the next question is the one we're going to do that I did say we would mention on the next show. So that is, let me see. It is from, let me not butcher it, it is from Sam. Okay. Uh, Hello, guys. Loving the podcast. Never heard a bad episode. Uh, My question is on playing over the festive period. So that's why it's, you know, Ah. obviously appropriate. Uh, I would like to spend some time with my family, chilling out and doing all the Christmas sort of stuff. Uh, But there are lots of tasty games online and live locally for me. Especially the cash games with drunken workers on nights out. What's your advice for making the most money and being most happy over Christmas as a poker player? I can't. I, I mean, it's kind of hard for me to answer this question because it's like I can't. I'm trying to remember when I really needed the money and like what I would do. One of the saddest things to me is like not experiencing Christmas. You know what I mean? Not experiencing the holidays with your friends. Like one of my like dreams is just to like you know, take my family away to some, like, you know, white, to a white Christmas, you know what I mean? It's like, instead, I'm usually sweating my ass off here in Costa Rica, like, you know what I mean? And then, uh, you know, and I'm working a lot, and it's whatever, but, like, I don't know, I think it's really important not to, like, get bogged down in the work. There's always good games. Like, a lot of people, I mean, I know there's, like, good games around the holidays, but, like, and I think it's okay to, like, play a couple sessions, but, like, I think it's much more important you spend time uh, with your family. I, 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 get, I, w- I was really ashamed of myself. I went to uh, my, my – uh, 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 can you hear me, Barry? Yeah, yeah, I've just – I muted you. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I muted you because I'm copying and pasting some oh, okay. questions. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Got it. Got okay, it. okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They always tell me don't do that during the podcast, Alex. Like, yeah, I you keep doing it. <laughs> it, it really made a noise like this just stopped, and I was like uh, – uh, Yeah, well, I haven't had... we, we, we have to watch because sometimes Skype is a little dodgy yeah. for me and Alex. Like, yeah, that was – The connection. That was yeah. my fault. Well, no, my uh, – my in my in laws like through a little Thanksgiving right, and I've been working so much that day. I was just like out of it the whole day, and then it occurred to me like right at the end, I was like, "This is Costa Rica. They don't have Thanksgiving. They 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 just did this for me." And you've been like, you know, and like my phone was going off the whole night, you know, and more crap. And I was just like, "This is pathetic, dude. Like this is." And I, this is why I never wanted a smartphone, right? Like, I always told people, like, I know what happens the second people find out you have a smartphone. You know what I mean? You just tell people you don't have a phone and you're off the hook every day, you know, when you leave the the office, right? They know you have a smartphone. It's much harder. Well, of course, my wife buys me an iPhone, and then it's like, oh, man, this is really fun. Ha-ha, <laughs> look, I, can, I, can, I cracked it, and I put my Sega Saturn games on it. And then, uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, I, uh... I don't know. I think it's much more like the games are good, but there's always good games. And I, I don't know if you can travel, but like if you're living in the United States, a lot of times it's just a road trip away for incredible games. Right. Like whenever there's a tournament series getting around. Yeah, I know like the drunk workers come in, you know what I mean? That's also in Europe. There's tons of good games. Like if you can get a couple days off work, you can just drive to another country. And there's usually bizarrely good games in a lot of parts of Europe. You know what I mean? And if you network, it's one of those things like around the holidays. I, you know, I was going to say this, but I was thinking, I don't know if that's true. I think this is true. If you can't find good games the whole year, 
you know, I, I, I don't know if you're really doing your job as a professional poker player. So I, 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 if you only have good games around Christmas, I think you need to really spend time with your family and reevaluate what you're doing. You know what I mean? Because there's, yeah, there's good games. I would say like, you know, play once or twice, but like, yeah, like I'm a, like this today I have four hours of appointments, right? Probably going to be four and a half. I I've been doing like marathon, like uh, lesson sessions uh, lately. One, because all my money's tied up on tight end Two, uh, uh, because I, I want to like after the 12th, uh, I, I want to just not have to, I, I want to just not, the coaching and like working day to day on the business. I want those last couple of weeks for my family and I, and I, I, you know, and I want to, I want to hang out and like, I, I haven't had that the last few years and you know, that's fine because now I, uh, you know, I own a home and I'm very blessed in that, in that regard. You know, my family's doing really well. My wife now has her own like a uh, uh, place for her practice. You know, it's not operating out of the house anymore. Uh, we own a studio and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, that kind of stuff, like, you can't really get, like, if you don't work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I understood the last couple of years I, I had to work quite a bit around the holidays. But it's like, I, I really just want to chill now a lot more. I want to hang out with my friends. And it's like, I, I think that's, I, I, the last couple of years I've done nothing for Christmas. Nothing. It was just like, I worked, I worked, I worked 24th. I, you know, I turned off the smartphone and I said like Christmas time. Right. And it was like on the 20, on the 24th, I do the Christmas with, uh, my, my wife's, uh, mother and, uh, that, that family. And then, uh, the, the father, uh, bye honey. I love you. And then, uh, again, Barry, that was not for you. I know you get excited (laughs) every time you hear that, but, yeah, no. you're just a cock tease. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, no, like the 24th, you know, we do it with uh, my wife's, like, mother's family. The the next uh, the next day we do it with the father's, fa- uh, the father's family. And then, uh, yeah, you know, I usually, it, that, that was usually about it. And I can't tell you how awful it felt just, like, at the end of the Christmas season being like, I did nothing for Christmas. I just yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like I had those couple of days, but I was so exhausted from working. It wasn't even, I was just kind of like checked out and the gifts I got were like nice, but they weren't like that thoughtful, you know what I mean? And when I did go get the, do the Christmas shopping, I didn't like hang out like it for a while and, you know, really think about it. And it's like, that's really a bummer, dude. It's it's not, you don't yeah. want to look back at Christmas and look, think that you did that. And uh, it's, I I, I don't know, it's it's bizarre to me, like, how much you can give up. Just especially, like, poker is, like, really dangerous. In a way, I was thinking, like, this is kind of better if you play live poker, although I've spent many, like, Christmases and, like, hell holes around the world, you know, just, uh, and it wasn't exactly, like, the greatest place to be. But, God, there's nothing more depressing than, like, playing <laughs> like playing poker on Christmas, right, or drinking on Christmas in oh, a foreign country. Yeah. It was like, wow, this is not – I was uh, – I remember in Europe, like, just getting pissed drunk on my first Christmas <laughs> away from home and then going, like, well, all right. And then I was, like – I was, like, in a bar, and I was, like, I better go out. And I was, like, God, it's going to be a ghost town. I was thinking, like – I was like, oh, this will be kind of fun, man. I'm going to walk around, and it's it's kind of colder right now here in Malta. And, you know, I'm going to walk around. There will be nobody around. I don't have to worry about anybody stabbing me, uh, which wasn't always a luxury you had in Malta. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to walk around and enjoy the cold streets and think about life. I go outside. There's just 50 billion people, like, doing a countdown for Christmas. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, all right, party continuing. Woo! Like, and then, but, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I, I think it's really important to spend it with your family because this is, especially if you work a normal job, this is, like, one of the few times of the year you're going to have, like some time off, you know what I mean? And I, I really, I think, I think it's a really sad sign of our society. Like we don't give people time off. Like in America, like Thanksgiving, a lot of people don't have off. And then Christmas, 
I know a lot of people that just have Christmas Day off. They don't even have Christmas Eve. Do you guys do the presents on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Chris, well, Christmas Day, we do. 20, yeah. 20, it's no. not the 24th? It's not? No, 20, 25th. 25th. Yeah. I didn't know this, yeah. but most of the world does it on the 24th. And, Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, that was a battle rap lyric between Sweden and America. It's like, I get my Christmas gifts one day earlier than you. It was like, <laughs> it's supposed to be this big, serious battle, and everybody just cracks <laughs> up. You know, at the beginning. And the American's standing there like, what? Huh? What? He had no idea, you know, what the hell he was talking about. But, like, yeah, it was a, I don't know, man. Spend time with your family. Like, there's never... I can't remember any game, like, I've played in a lot of, like, juicy cash games around the holidays. I I don't remember hardly any of them, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, there's never really anything memorable that happens, you know what I mean? And, like, money comes and goes. Like, just, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I, I would just, I would just say pick, like, a couple days to play, but try to, I, I, I would say, like, try to, try to enjoy it, you know what I mean? Try I mean, do do what I can, especially if you're in a cold environment, do what I can't do and like go to a log cabin and have a fire and have the, have the winter wonderland outside, which I cannot have. I'm too busy sweating here, but like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Good luck to you. Yeah. The thing is like Alex touched on it. I mean, Poker's not going anywhere. It's going no. to be there on the 2nd of January. That's you know, true, that's true. 3rd of January or whatever. It's like you can make money playing poker. Who's to say you don't play, like run bad and have a terrible loss over Christmas? So, uh, you know, oh, that's just, even horrible. Yeah, just I think it's important. Like you know, I don't know how old you are, but say you're whatever, between 20 and 30. You've maybe only got 60 Christmases left, whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah it's true. <laughs> And it's like, you really want to waste one playing poker when you play the rest of the year? Especially professionals, I think it's crucial you take Christmas off. Right. Um, right. And try and enjoy it. And like I say to Alex, I mean, you know, like I work for myself, he works for himself. It's sometimes you've got to just force it and literally go, right, the phone's off, I'm not going on to the computer, that's it. And it feels weird sometimes when you've been working, 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 and then you just sit and do nothing. I mean, although I joke, you know, I watch a lot of, uh, films throughout the week. As you should. Anyway, as I should, but you do feel a little like, should I be, you know, just because it's Christmas, like, yeah, it's not just because it's Christmas you should be taken off. It's because it's Christmas and it should be taken off. It should be mandatory, you know, like, just right. chill out and enjoy it and do all the things and try and get some, because I don't know about yourself, but, like, I'm I'm really into Christmas, actually. Oh, yeah, I me mean, too. I I'm, I'm, a real, I'm a really nostalgic person and stuff like that. But even myself, like, each year, I think it does get less and less Christmassy, for want right, of a better right. word. And I think it's important to hold on to any sliver of that you can, uh, just for your spirit. I mean, just it's like a human being, you know? Because, like, you remember as a kid, Christmas was everything. You know, and I hanging out with my nephew just to, like, try and get some of the Christmas vibes off him. Right, you know? right. <laughs> I use him as like, you yeah, know, nah, 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 okay, on, good kid. Christmas feeling. Come uh, on, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Don't care yeah. about it. <laughs> but um, definitely take some time off. Enjoy Christmas. And I'm going to do it. I mean, I'm going to um, get lots of nice things in to eat in the house and stuff and watch lots of Christmas films and trashy classic films and horrors and Indiana Jones back to back and Star Wars and all that good stuff, you know, because... I mean, that's what it's about. Dude, it's important. Like, I, the last, like, five years, they, I read a study that said, like, people who are ashamed are much hard, harder workers. And I was like, how the hell could that be, right? And then, uh, and then I realized, like, the last five years, I've, like, never taken time off. Like, literally, I'm not, I'm not joking. I don't, I don't know if I've taken a week off in the last, like, five years, right? Like, even, like, okay, like, I go to PCA, and that's plenty restful for me, because I really enjoy just playing poker. Like, I, I'll, I'll probably do that till the day I die, you know what I mean? But, like, uh, the, the reason, I, I, just the last five years I haven't taken a week off was just that, it, I, I don't know, like, I, I bust, I had an obscene amount of money when poker started, and I blew all of it trying to back my friends, and I, I was like, you don't deserve time off. Like, you don't, you know, in, in, uh, by the way, like, poker was getting harder 
uh, it, it, tournament poker was getting harder. I still, I, I think live poker has gotten as difficult as it's ever going to get. Uh, I don't think it's going to get much more difficult. And, uh, it, it, and again, just like people can only play one table or whatever, but like, I was just like, you know, online poker is just getting tougher. Uh, you need to work and you need to like lay down some roots. Right. And for like five years, that's what I did. I just, you know, I, I moved, I moved up in the world and everything, but I didn't really take time off. And then just recently I've been, what I was doing before is I would work six days and I'd take one day off, which is just something I've done since I was very young. And I, I realized like, that's not really a good idea because like when I was 18 and 19, I was playing poker when I did that. And it was like, poker was very exciting to me back then, you know, and it was just joy playing most of the time. And it's not, it's a job now, you know, and it's fine. I, I love it. it. It's still, but it's a job. And, uh, I was taking six days off, but the one day I had off, I, I, I was working six days and I'd uh, take one day off and that one day I'd have to like go check on, you know, my wife's practice or I'd have to go file some papers with a uh, tax service here or I'd have to go get a document for Titan Poker because they don't believe that I'm who I am. And, uh, you know, for the third time, uh, whenever I could take a large amount of money out of their uh, out of their player pool. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, I just realized I was never taking a day off. And I just recently I've started like, you know, this day you are not working. Like whatever you do, you do not work. That computer is off. Like maybe I can like write something as long as it's just for fun because I write for fun. You know what I mean? But it can't be like work, no work. And it's like, it is, you know, and at first I didn't know what to do. Like, I just didn't know what to do with my day. And then it's like, I realized, like, this is so important. A lot of these recent Sundays have come off after a day off. Like, I take Saturday completely off before the Sunday I won the PCA and uh, before the tournament I won this week. And it's just, it's really important to, like, sit around and, like, play crappy video games, watch bad movies or something. Like I, I watched a horrible movie this week, <laughs> like, and then, you know, read books, like hang out, play, play. Yeah. Play stupid video games. That that was my thing this week, rocket league, you know? And then, uh, the, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I really think there is something to that. So like when Barry says that in jest, I don't, I don't think that's a, I, I think that's actually super important. My friend told me, my friend yelled at me, my friend who's a pastor is a really good guy, but he, he, he was like, he he was like you're you're the guy who's just hacking away at the tree, and the blade just keeps getting duller. And you're like, no, I don't have time to go sharpen it, right? I'm just uh -huh. gonna sit here hacking at this tree for the next ten years, you know. And I was like, oh wow, you know, yeah. thanks, bruv. And he was like, uh, that's uh, he was like, that's from Seven Habits of uh, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which uh -huh. everybody and their mother has recommended to me. I've never read, but. Uh, I should, we should check that out because apparently you're right, Barry. They say watch really bad Netflix movies by Michael Mann. That's that's on page 37. <laughs> so we'll check it out. Well, that's not the key fan of it. There's bad and then there's bad. <laughs> there's then, there's unfathom, then there's unfathomable and then there's the key. <laughs> you know what? I finally found out what Plan 9 is because I asked Plan 9, like, what the hell is a Plan 9? He was like, it's from a movie called Plan 9 from Outer Space. Watch it. Barry, it's amazing. It's widely considered the worst movie ever made. It's so bad. It's like a 1950s sci-fi movie. And you, it, like all the jokes you hear, like you can see the zipper and the sound equipment and stuff like that. It's all there. And it's just, yeah. oh my God, it's incredible. But yeah, anyway. Okay, let's wrap up this episode. Um, we're going to take a break and then record the next one which will be the last one for 2015. Uh, nothing special planned, just more of the same inane chat and questions. So uh, we, we'll get back to that in a minute. Alex, how can people get in touch with you for purely poker discussion and analysis of their games and private lessons, etc.? Write me at assassinocoaching at gmail.com if you want to ask me about private lessons or anything. I'll be sure to send your spiel with all the all the questions answered. Be sure to go to twitch.tv slash the and favorite the channel 
so that we y- you can watch me play. Uh, you can watch high stakes uh, tournament poker. Like we, every week, we have uh, streams go up there, and uh, hopefully, we can keep getting a win every week. Although I don't see that continuing. And then, yeah, you can watch a uh, high stakes action with commentary. You know, it's just a fun hangout. Uh, you know, it's a I tr- I try to party it up. We play good music. We play. Uh, you know, I, I, I put in the latest like battles that I'm really into, you know, I have people come on there that are semi celebrities, you know, none of us are real celebrities, but we come on and check that out and be sure to sign up for America's card room through our link. You'll get 27% right back. Don't use any sign up code other than that. Just, you, just, you don't need a sign up code. Just sign up through that link. We try to make it as simple as possible. And, uh, uh, if you sign up through that, just write me at assassinocoaching at gmail.com and say, hey, I signed up. This is my sign-in name. This is my screen name. This is my email address. And uh, once we prove that you've made a deposit, we'll, uh, we'll send you a free copy of You Flat Too Much, That's a Check Raise Fool, Dissecting the Donk Bet, or Why Pythagna Was Right, absolutely free. Just my gift to you, a little personal training that I recorded uh, with PowerPoints and hand histories. And uh, I, I think you'll really enjoy it. I, I have yet to receive a negative review on any of that work, which, which is pretty preposterous on the Internet. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, also be sure to sign up for Card Runners. Use promo code free month, all capital letters, to get two months access to 2,000 plus videos for just $30. And check out PokerHeadRush.com. That's like my that's my blog site. It's It's also just my official website. It has links to like all the – uh, all the podcasts, all the, uh, all, all the like trip reports, the blogs, the book reviews, the battle rap discussion. And, uh, uh, there's, a, it, there's just a lot of fun stuff on there. There's all the battle, a lot of the battle rap videos and stuff like that. You'll, uh, it, people really seem to enjoy it. There's also just interviews we do with fu- people for fun. There's lots of strategy articles as well. I'm putting up more strategy articles and, uh, we're trying to go for one once per week and uh, people have really been responding to it. And if you want to get those strategy articles weeks before anyone else sign up for the mailing list, all you got to do is go to pokeredrush.com and enter your name in the mailing list and you'll be signed right up and you'll be good to go. Perfect. Uh, Keep your questions coming in for Alex for actually the next show will be the new year. So if you want questions answered next year, then Keep your questions coming in. Questions at oneouter.com on email or tweet them or Facebook them to One Outer Pages and we will get them read out on a future show. Until the next episode, thanks for listening and cheers. Cheers. Every day at America's Card Room, players just like you are scoring big in record time with Jackpot Poker. Jackpot Poker is a super fast three-player online poker set and go. You pick the buy-in and after all three players are seated, we randomly pick the jackpot. Yep, just three players. No more, no less. And for most jackpot poker tournaments, it's winner take all. Imagine turning a $40 buy-in into the ultimate $100,000 game of poker. Anything could happen with jackpot poker. Play it now at America's Card Room.